0: right all right phil i am you're back i'm back another episode of the great heavy music podcast as always alex peterson beside me phil collins phil say hello to the folks at home
1: if you don't chew big red then fuck you
0: love it what a great movie phil you look beautiful today your beard looks luscious your head looks shiny and round and i just want to rub my nether regions on it how are you feeling are you feeling as good as you look
1: uh, yeah, I feel pretty good. I, I would feel a lot better if you didn't offer to rub your balls on my head. But other than other that, than that I feel great.
0: That's not a compliment from where you're from?
1: <sighs> it is, but I'm trying to pretend like it's not because I'm still worried about the fact that I'm gay and trying to hide it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh well it's got deep. Just come sit over the gear on the yeah. couch. Let's talk oh, about Oh, <laughs> What? No, I'm not gay. Well, that's okay. But, even if you not that there's anything
1: wrong with that. Uh, yeah, not that there's anything wrong with that. Exactly um okay anyway i'm great how are you doing you know I'm i never ask you how you're doing how are you
0: doing i'm doing fucking great phil you know how great i'm doing i just wake oh, up every day and my dick's a little bit bigger and my bank account's a little fatter and my wife's a little prettier and my kids are a little smarter it's just like it's a miracle it's like a great it's just a great time to be alive that's
1: well, that's pretty good i mean you're still loving florida
0: love the florida has worn off rainy season is upon us brother any of those listeners of ours in florida know it is rainy season i had to come out to the back to do the recording here and i forgot my shit inside So i had to run back and back and back and i'm drenched soaked for this episode buddy oh
1: uh, yeah well i mean it only rains for like what like an hour and a half I and mean, what's not that
0: bad it depends man some days it is pouring all day like here it was just oh, raining that's... buckets for probably two hours straight power was going out and all this other stuff so Maybe I should shut my damn yapper and get going with the episode because who knows if we're going to have power the whole time, right? All right, let's go. All right, all right, do it. Okay, here's here's what we're going to do. We are the Great Heavy Music Podcast. We review post-2000 releases that we consider great. I give Phil an, an album to review. He gives me an album to review that usually sucks. I then critique it. He critiques it. We see whose is better and we always do a That's So Metal segment where we find something from the news or history that's pretty fucking metal. Today, Phil's got the That's So Metal, and then we're going to play Rock, Paper, Scissors, shoot anything you want to do to decide who goes first to review the album. I really hope I win that today. Going to you now, Phil, That's So Metal. Do you have something?
1: Yeah, okay, I do. So I work in an ER, and I see a lot of weird, crazy shit. Um, But one of the more metal things uh, that... um, I just thought about because it's just someone that came, hasn't been in for a while and came back. Um, it's a person can't give any information, but it's a, a person who fell off a ladder. They say a hundred or so feet. I don't know if it was that high, but it was fucking high. And um, he had to go, he had like all these amputations on his fingers, all this crazy shit. Uh, he was on an ECMO machine, which helps you be alive. Basically. It's like, it's really bad if you have to go on that. Anyway, um, He's he came back in that for the first time in years because he's got he was shitting himself a lot because he had like a bacterial infection in his gut and uh, <laughs> and what's so metal about it is I was talking to him and he's like the happiest guy he's totally cool about everything I was um I mean he's sitting there with like nubs for fingers covered in shit and he's just like I was t- just talking about life with him and he thought he was just taking everything in one day at a time and he'd never had a bad thing to say about anybody or anything anything i was doing we stuck him with like 4 thousand needles trying to get an iv in him because he had nothing left they even stuck him in the neck and couldn't get it she's uh, like a doctor yeah and he kept yeah, he kept asking every time he would fart he would ask the nurses he asked my girlfriend cody to uh, to check his ass to see if he sharded. <laughs> could you
0: imagine um oh, oh ma'am, politely, ma'am. i'm sure <laughs> ma'am could you check that <laughs>
1: yeah, because he probably didn't know. I think he was paralyzed um, uh, from the legs, the waist down, and so he probably he doesn't actually even know if he shit himself or not. So, uh, what's metal is his his uh, Joe Dirt esque attitude <laughs> towards life, where he just he just keeps on keeping on and uh, Life's and a I garden. Can't... Dig it, exactly. So whenever I think I think of that guy, and I kind of stop bitching about whatever I'm worried about because pretty metal that he can maintain a positive attitude maybe and maybe he hates his life and for the hour he comes in the er he puts on a good face not an hour the hours doubtful
0: but, i guarantee that uh, guy's just the man everywhere
1: yeah so i think it's metal that he was able to maintain his out his positive outlook guess what that's happens
0: guess what happens after he makes this sound <coughs>
1: <laughs> yeah little uh little butt pudding goes into his <laughs> his uh
0: that's a great- I guess. he's
1: wearing shorts
0: yeah. That's genuinely a great story, though. I love people like that who just fucking destroy life. They keep pushing on. They don't bitch and complain and whine and they just motor through, man. I love that. That's great.
1: Yep. And I swear to God, we stuck him. With, I, can't, I stuck him three times. Kind of just for the hell of it. It wasn't even my guy. I came by. I was like, oh, you're not know, ugly. I and mean, I kept trying. I was like, I'll stick him again. I'll try. And he just didn't care. I mean, he he screamed there once in a while because it hurts. <laughs> 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 but he was, afterwards, he's like, I understand, man. I'm like, dude, I'm sorry. I'm just fucking. I mean, we stuck you so many times. I've never—he's probably the—he's probably the top five hardest IV guy ever, so, in my experience.
0: Well, I don't know really do what, the moral, what the moral is. I guess don't get up on ladders.
1: Well, the moral is to maintain a positive outlook and don't complain, or be less inclined to complain about your situation. If somebody can maintain a positive outlook
0: in his situation, love it, love it, excellent. That's a metal segment, Phil. You're the man. Are you ready for rock, paper, scissors, shoot? Anything you want to do. I would like to make this categorically two animals hybrid together. No other weapons. It's just any two animals living, now living, not extinct animals. Don't fuck around. Living animals combined fighting the other. So my animal hybrid amalgamation against yours. And we see who wins. I I think
1: I have something pretty good.
0: All right, I'm gonna. I think I got something too. You ready?
1: Thank you. You've been thinking about this category. Don't I just fucking thought this fuck up. I, I I just thought the
0: category <laughs> up four seconds ago. No way. I do. I swear. I don't even sit in my bed <laughs> thinking like, oh, how am I gonna beat Phil? I just made this shit up I on see, the fly.
1: Uh, there's a list on your desk with this category <laughs> written, <in. laughs> and a over, bunch of other categories you're clearly gonna use later. <laughs>
0: over my right shoulder is like a disassembled bunch of. Uh, action figure animal toys that I've pushed right. together to try to <laughs> A Huge sketch.
1: <laughs> and the other ones crossed out like no this isn't gonna do.
0: Alright, all right. I got I think I, I think I've decided. I think I've decided. Alright, are you ready? Yeah. Alright, rock, paper, scissors. scissors shoot.
1: Scissors, shoot.
0: Any Anything you, want, you to do, want to do. Giraffe the gorilla.
1: Crocodile and Cheetah.
0: Okay. I have giraffe gorilla. You got crocodile and cheetah what part i'm guessing the mouth of the crocodile but the body of the cheetah
1: yeah for sure
0: Oof, that's brutal i'm gonna go i i was thinking gorilla giraffe that would just be super fucking tall but as strong as a gorilla
1: what is
0: it it's a gorilla it's a gorilla it's a gorilla Oh, you're not, I'm retarded. I basically just made it a gorilla the size of a giraffe, which is not at all. The, That's just <laughs> a giant gorilla. <laughs> That's completely and entirely not at all a giraffe. It's 100% a gorilla. That's King Kong. I'm retarded. I fucking lose. I'm not even going to explain it. I just basically tried to find a way to say King Kong. God,
1: <laughs> right. fuck. You just stick
0: what All a right, piece of uh, shit! Yeah, All you right, you,
1: you to shoehorn a King Kong in
0: there. Seriously, goddamn!
1: You're like it has to it has to be a living animal, and then you come up. With a fucking
0: King Kong. <laughs> it's a gorilla. It's a giraffe-sized gorilla, which is so stupid. Okay. All right, fuck. All right. Okay, I'm gonna well, let. I'll
1: let you, you. well, I'll I'll um let I'll go. I'm gonna talk about this.
0: All right, one. good. I'm glad. I'm ha- I'm happy about that because I love this album. We you have shrouded divine by in morning and it's i n space m o u r n i n g from sweden i love these guys so let's start it off
1: so we jump right into the title track uh, which, you know, a little surprised by it a lot of fans do that they just go all right here's a title track and they just cut right to the chase yeah we said I'm... it was shrouded divine it. So it starts off with a good doom riff that's very slow and plodding but then it jumps into the, that the the faster paced distortion and then in the background he has such a cool line where he says i don't know what he says up to it because i can't understand the screaming but uh, the lyrics you get cemetery smiles the way he says that it's so neat it's, it's it has like this sort of tongue-in-cheek black dahlia uh, vibe even though it's very serious and has a lot of gravitas as well so uh anyway keep going on the groovy stuff but then obviously the staple of this song is that you know that choppy punch you in the face a couple times yep i don't know what kind of riff that is exactly where that what kind of genre that's from it's really fucking good as soon as you hear that you're like oh it's one of those kind of things where they they're going to throw you all kind of cool shit so even if you didn't even if you didn't like the song, you would still be you would still listen. If you didn't like the other parts of it, you would still listen for that part. But um, but I think they do everything great. And so um, and then it, uh, it it does it again the, the distortion part, and then it cuts right into that other riff. So it's it's like they had this little drawn out process, and then they truncated it for the second part, and then it goes into uh, some singing, which they're uh, the guy's a very good clean singer. It, he sounds like a. Um, it almost sounds like a um, like a 90s alternative voice to me, uh, for whatever reason, um, which is a neat uh, juxtaposition with the music. So i said that's a great opener. As soon as I heard that riff, I knew it was on. It sounds like, it reminds me of, like, if you ever played Metal Gear Solid, the opening to it. Um, it has this really cool buffering tune, and it's just like Japanese grab boss Sounds like the nerdiest thing that's ever come out of my mouth. But, um... Yeah, a great song. Great song. Um, I don't know what else to say. There's okay. There's clearly I'm... Doom in there. There's clearly melodic death. There's a little bit of like alternative rock to me. It's um, it's
0: heavy progressive, right? I mean it's just like a heavy progressive definitely, yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I would say. You could even call it Doomish and Doom Progressive, I think sometimes. Um, so and that whole alternative rock vibe that I get is it's I'm gonna mention it a couple of times. And I don't know if it's just me, but I, I'll, I'll tell you in a couple of songs exactly which bands I have in mind. Um, so okay, great song.
0: Love it. Let's go to track so two.
1: Jump right into Amnesia. This is like to me probably the most fun song musically on the album. Um, there's a uh, catchy opening riff, then a distorted version of that. I mean, you can't not love that, right? It's got like this high pitch. Uh, to me, it sounds like classic rock. Or uh, like a uh, Tom Petty or something you hear. It reminds me of like running down a dream for some reason. And um, it's between the verses, and I love when he says "Welcome to Amnesia." Oh yeah, when he says "Amnesia." Dude, Welcome I
0: to amnesia. yeah, I know the way he breaks that down by a syllable is so fucking catchy, isn't it? Right. Amnesia. Right. Right.
1: And I'm an idiot because I kept thinking he was saying Elysium, and so I was like, oh, oh, it's probably Amnesia because the song's called fucking Amnesia, <laughs> not Elysium. <laughs> um, but, uh, that, it's a very funky song. It's like technical death mixed with, like, funky progressive. But, I mean, just a lot of very subtle genres left in here in my mind. Yep. Um. And then towards the end, it has this cool Middle Eastern like you're like you're coming you're going through a desert you come upon some Middle Eastern city, you know, that and then it's like a bustling market. to that music, um, that kind of shit. Um, so I put this in my top three, but I just I not I just always always listen to the whole thing and jam out to it. it I listen to it at the gym. Just a fucking great song for the gym. Doesn't Love this it.
0: doesn't this riff behind what he says, Amnesia, just kill? It's just so fucking. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah. yeah, it's just that's a thing for itself, it's kind on of, the yeah, so many parts I forget to mention. Yes. I was like overwhelmed, I was like, oh god, I gotta mention that. I hope I don't forget about that, you know, like and so I'm gonna miss shit, but that's you know the that's the proggy
0: <laughs> aspect of it, man. That's it's so progressive, right. there's so much shit mished into it, you're like, God, I fucking love this album. Right. Okay, okay so, cool.
1: Okay, that's a great song. And so we'll go into the uh in the failing hour. So this eerie opening riff. This might this sound like candle box to me or something.
0: I could hear that. Um,
1: you know, it's got that echoey. Yeah. Um, or like, or maybe even like a catatonia. Sometimes, yep. I, feel like. I can hear um, that. So, uh, I said, it sounds like a mix of the cure AFI and catatonia. That, Cause it goes, that's the cure man. That's a pornography disintegration. That is from that out. I mean, it's not stolen from it, but it's clearly influenced. Yeah. Um, Let's say the riff goes on and establishes a good counterpoint, elaboration, which is the part I just talked about. And then uh, the lyrics come in, um, he delivers the second line with the riff change. So he'll be like, and then he goes, so as he's singing and changing delivery, the the riffs behind it are doing so. I think it's very organized. Uh, I really like the, the vision.
0: The transit, uh, the transitions are seamless, aren't they? It's like amazing how they transition yeah. from so many strange, seemingly disjointed parts into one cohesive thing. It's that, to me, is like incredible.
1: Yeah, and, and they do a kind of. Sometimes it's even but It doesn't. It's not something that you find. It's, it just, it feels authentic. You know, they're, they're not trying too hard. There's nothing. And I don't really know what, the, how to make it, how to, how to, the fans sound authentic versus how they don't. But this, these guys pulled it off. But, that, the, God, the line where he says she was the weakest in the lore of Liars, where he's like, she didn't that way. It's just so emotional, and it kind of speaks to the, what we were, I was talking about before we actually started the episode with the, the circle, where there's so much um, emotion and gravitas and genuine soul-bearing mixed with this funky, confident metal man, you know, death metal man. These guys really know their sound. I'm so curious about it what their backgrounds and the band members are. You gotta, you gotta think of a bunch of you know, different influences converging. Um, but anyway, uh, then it, that 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 weird distorted part, that... You know what I'm talking about, the like, prickly weird... It's
0: like right that's here. Kind of that sounded like
1: something it has to do to me.
0: It was just before that. I don't know.
1: Yeah, was just saying. Right,
0: right at the tail end of this one, you get the growls. It's like this bricky deep bricky dee brick
1: It's, like, it's almost something you would play, I mean, like <laughs> it's like a soundtrack to a something. you know? <laughs> insect, like, you know? Something I could. That, or not, or inspired, or insect, you know what I mean? I don't um, think I don't think I,
0: I ever thought that, but I do know I can understand what you're saying. Yeah,
1: that's what I thought of, like, uh, like I don't really know why, but um, probably something from my childhood I saw. But anyway, neat, really cool, really fun. Um, even though it's a very emotional song they throw something like that in there and you're like
0: oh is this is like, this the part you're talking
1: about yeah
0: yeah where they have this echoey yeah. kind of haunted sound yeah
1: right exactly and so like uh, that seems like something the would have done or, or would do or, yes. that's like to me you know what I mean yep Um, it was just fun it's like uh, it, it is eerie and um, neat but it adds like a, it adds a a catchiness to an otherwise very serious song, you know? And um, anyway, great song, not my top three, but hard to hard to argue with someone who would put it in the top three. Yep. So, um, okay, so we go from that to uh, By Others Considered. So um, I think it's cool, because this is kind of has the opposite opening to Shroud of Divine, because it starts off with a catchy riff and goes into kind of more dupe.
0: And it's so bassy.
1: Yeah, oh yeah. Th- this, uh, this,
0: yeah. To me, this to me had like a Children of Bodom bass intro vibe, you know, just a driving yeah, bass.
1: Totally see Bam, bam, And then
0: that, good, do good. Do, 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 do. catatonia,
1: sounding yep. kind of thing, uh, dreary, beautiful riff in the background. Um, and it, it, it's really cool, I like when he goes, he sings, he growls, this is my confession, right? And then that part where it's like, um, dun, 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 dun. dun. Down. It's very purposely do heavy, choppy, slows everything down almost to a halt. And then if you really listen, the, the the drums are so cool in that part because they're so it almost sounds lazy. Like I'm, I'm I can imagine I'm going with a little yeah. <laughs> it yeah, slows so much. And then it even kind of um, there's a little bit of a timing change in it. You hear if you listen close, there's like a and then it goes. And it adds, I think, another note. And uh, I think it's really subtle. It took me a couple of listens to catch that. But it shows how... It shows their vision. It shows how serious they are about these songs. And um, so then he goes in to sing the part, This is My Confession. And he, I think he even puts some more lyrics in there than the growling part. And I didn't realize that for a while. It took me a while to realize it was growling and singing the same lyrics. Uh, and the guy's voice is so good. It, it's so, like... I don't even that that to me is like a um, it's like a rock sound. This way, he's, it's emotional rock, something you'd hear from like some gothy kind of band, but it sounds so good.
0: Well, didn't you get the same vibe from these guys that you get from Sean with King Buffalo? That they're never trying too hard on the vocals. Like this, the clean singing is perfectly placed, but he's not trying too hard. It just kind of goes. It's just another instrument, another tool in the tool bag.
1: Yeah, they don't. There's only one song on this where he really lets loose clean singing and that I'll tell you, like we'll we'll come to that. But um but yeah it's it's poetic yep. to tell you the story. Um, so this is a top three song. Oh cool because I, I just I was torn I wanted to put I wanna put it all of my top three almost but I think this one has, is so complete so that's my feeling on that. So we'll go into grind denial. Which, uh, you know, it didn't blow me away, not because it's not good, it's because it's very <laughs> it's straightforward and uh, heavy, groovy. Um, it just doesn't have a lot of the uh, the, uh, the sort of well-roundedness, I guess, some of the other songs have. But that's not really to criticize it. It's just when you're used to and loving one particular style, when you get something more straightforward, you're like, oh, this is cool, but I'm going to hear some weird shit.
0: Right. Um, Let's get it's, weird. It's, just, it's only four and a yeah, half minutes though, which I think is cool because they didn't overplay it. It's like, in the mix right. of the entire album, it was just a unique little spot of only four and a half minutes.
1: Right. And I and I, and I appreciate that they're sort of showing the bona fide It's like, hey, we can play straight up death for you know. Right. I mean, we can do all. Of it. It's almost like it's like establishing a baseline. These are th- just to let you know, you know we can. We, we are legit as a death metal band right,
0: right. lest you forget we can fucking jam
1: right and, and I really don't want to criticize the song too much because it is a good song it's catchy it's heavy it's a legit song it's just not in my top three um it's uh but it's it's definitely worth listening to there's nothing on here that's not worth it for sure um so, I don't know. Did you like this song? How do you feel? About this song? I
0: love this whole album, man. I, I there's not a song on here I would take off or change. I love the track listing. Like this is one of my Cormor Metazoa types where it's just I love the variety in it. I love every song. I have such yeah. a boner for these guys since I saw them live on the boat. It's three guitarists, a bassist and a drummer. And they just fucking kill it. They sound just as good live with all this craziness. They pull it off perfectly. So, yeah, you're I'm you're going to be hard-pressed to find me criticizing this album.
1: Right. Yeah, I think this is up there, like the tarot, you know, it's like definitely, it's definitely like uh, top tier.
0: Definitely. Um,
1: So, okay, I'll jump into the art of the morning kind, and this took me a little while to get into for whatever reason. It's got this doom, pretty agaloc type of folksy, um, loneliness, solitude, echo, the echoing, you know, sort of reflecting the expanse uh, in which you are alone. Uh, I think there's a mandolin. That, I don't know what that. I don't, it kind of sounds like a mandolin, but um, I think that's really neat. Again, showing that this band will try anything. They're, they're just just avant garde enough to not be trying too hard. Um, but then uh, a little bit of '90s sounding distortion for me. Good groove. Um, he sings, "Every moment there is one more failing hour to come," and so and they do that a couple of times where they kind of repeat lyrics or elaborate on something they already sang about and it kind of made me think like i was reading the lyrics and trying to understand if this is a concept album it seems like it is like there's a lodge there's a lodge on the cover right there you know there's they're singing about a, a girl towards the end they do two songs about a black lodge i've got it sounds like somebody died or he's dead and he's watching somebody or something anyway
0: well, I'm on a crusade, on a crusade yeah. to try to get these guys to come on the show because I have a ton of questions for them. So I'm hopeful that we can get them on the show and they can talk all about this album. And I love their entire discography. If you like this album, Phil, as much as it sounds like you did, you definitely have to keep going. The next one after this is Monolith. I thought that one was okay. Then it's Colossus, which is one of the best songs they've ever done. It has That album has Colossus on it. And then the one with the fire on the cover. I'm drawing a blank on the name. That one might be my favorite one tied with this one. And then their Garden, most recent... There's one with Garden of Storm. That's the it? most recent one. And that one's really okay. really good, too. So th- their whole discography is really incredible. They keep the same identity, but everything is so different and varied. It's incredible.
1: Right. I'm looking up. It looks like you might be talking about after play.
0: Yes. Yes. That one is... But that I'm partly partial to that one because that's the tour that I saw them on when they were on 70K, and they played a bunch of songs from that. And it was freaking phenomenal. So... As it relates to the, yeah. the, the concept of this album, I want to get these guys on to talk about it because I have so many questions.
1: Right. Uh, but okay, but then okay, this album this, this song gets heavier. It has a really, really fun, high-pitched, classic rock sounding like <inaudible> art that <laughs> it came out of nowhere for me. I was like, that's almost silly. But <laughs> but then they they keep going with it. They don't just go. That, I think that's maybe that's where you draw the line. like trying too hard and authenticity where it's like well we're gonna keep using it because we were serious about it when we introduced it and we're gonna make it do things that play with the song you know and so they do that with that that whatever chord that is and uh ah, i said lots of fun here the band is not afraid to try different styles there's clearly different influences that they're purposefully putting in there but it's such a i think such a uh in such a way that it demonstrates a clear vision and it's not just trying to be a... a trying too hard to be a unique Yep. Um, so, okay. Good song. So now we'll go into uh, Black Lodge. I think it's the best song on the album. Uh, this
0: is a banger. Abs-
1: Dude, it's so good. Absolutely great. Great opening riff. Yes. That's That sounds like Catatonia to me. Yep. That sounds like something I would, you know, like just, just dreadful...
0: And Just echoing, dreary. like it sounds like it's being played in a hallway to a funeral home.
1: Right. Just dreary as hell, but, you're, but it's driving, you know. Um, it goes on and on. It's kind of something like pure a little bit sometimes to me. But um, but probably, the reason I would put this as my favorite is, um, is that clean singing part. Where he, <laughs> this is where he really lets loose, right? He goes... Um, he goes, Where are where are you, brains He's like, um when he said, I can still see you through the water. I can still see you through the water. Yeah, Julia, where he goes, Julia, where are you going? The way he delivers that, it's got this it's got a little bit of grit in his voice. It's it sounds so emotional. It's just it's so um legit. it's almost like I I, I almost wanna ask these guys if this is a based personal experience. You know, like that something happened. I mean not that I would wanna cry too much, but you know, there's there's legit emotion got voice when he's singing this part. Right. And um um where are you
0: going?
1: I was at the gym listening to that part, man. I one to throw weight. Yep. yep. That's why. Um but uh yeah just it's eight minutes long it's just an epic and in my opinion they should have I would have ended with this. I know you like the track listing I would have this to me is the peak of the album. Long I think like listen to that yeah. Just so much and then it goes that is because when it's something cured. Such a um, anyway. such a
0: beautiful uplift after that dark, depressing hell you start with and then it comes in with this. And you're like, oh maybe there is a chance. There, there's some hope here. And then they're like, nah, yeah. no, there's no hope. <laughs> yeah,
1: because so I think Julia killed herself in this. Or it sounds like something like uh, sad. T- tragic. Um, but because uh, earlier when he said she was the weakest in the world, liars, i think me think talking about the same girl. It's about this song. Um, you know, that's why I make it. That's why I think it's a concept album. But anyway, yeah, best song on the album. So there
0: it is. Really? Okay.
1: I think? Uh, you think? What yeah, do you think is best? You
0: uh, I think my favorite is Amnesia. Just because it, the first time I heard it and it got stuck in my head and it was just kind of like so simple and straightforward. But goddamn, I love that song. And Maybe the, it's just a great song. And then my my number two is probably this one, and then my number three is Shrouded of Divine. And I think that... Oh, that's a solid one. Just the top of the album just is really, you know, familiar to me because I've heard it so many times. But this part of this song is what gets me. This stop and start aspect.
1: This, big breakdown.
0: Yep. And then there's so much more greatness after this. Like, this is only three or four minutes in, and then you got the back half of the whole song coming.
1: Right, uh, so... Right, I was so worried about talking about the theme thing, part, I forgot about that. Yeah, right. like there's so much to talk about. Um, but anyway, so, okay, we're going to Past October skies. Cool song. You know, the only thing is the whole time I listen to them, I'm like, it's almost like uh, basically like you had a big meal and you already ate your dessert and it was cheesecake, it was my favorite. And then somebody brings out a muffin. And you're like, <laughs> I like muffins, but I am full, man. <laughs> I already had something better than a muffin. There's nothing wrong with <laughs> Past October Skies. It's perfectly good, just like a muck. So you, so
0: you basically would swap this song with the prior song and end it that I way? Would. Yeah, okay. I, I respect would. I respect that totally.
1: Um, but like I said, the good screaming, I that part where he says, um, uh, he says Crest of Misery. It sounds like a hardcore part. It's not like something Black Dolly would do to me. Um, it's like a little tongue-in-cheeky screaming part. Um, but I think it's cool. Uh, and there's also, there's also there are lyrics, obviously, pertaining to the Black Lodge, because it's called Black Lodge Revisited, in parentheses. But they also bring back part of the riff from Black Lodge. And it has, it's a little different. It's like, to I me, mean, it has like a, it's like downtuned, or there's some kind of distortion in it. And uh, which is neat—you are going to revisit it, but it's not going to be quite the same. Which is exactly how it would be in real life. Right. But I think thats it's very cool, very artistically done. I just would swap it out. Obviously, you can't just call it "Black Lives Revisited." it's before Black Lives as a song, <laughs> but I would just—I guess I would delete that part. <laughs> very, um,
0: very cool, man. I'm so happy that you liked this as much as you did. I this this came to me maybe, gosh, like. I want to say ten or so years ago now, maybe even a little longer, and I hadn't ever heard of these guys. And then I heard this album, and I was blown away, and I was like, "God damn, this is awesome!" There's so much here, and I just kind of like got consumed by. I listened to it a ton, and then I went into their newer stuff, which is now their back catalog. And I have never been disappointed by these guys. Not a single album there disappoints me. Monolith is probably my least favorite, but it's not that it's bad. It's just more straightforward, less proggy. And then the the, sure. the more the last three have all been very proggy, and I just love these guys. I hope we desperately get to see them uh, live at some point again, you and I together, and also speak to them on the show because they are yeah, up man. there in terms of my you know favorite current bands that are together and touring. They are up there. I mean, I don't, I'd be hard pressed to list too many more because I, I just I love their vibe and their style and their variety and. You know, I just don't have anything negative to say about them. I think they're awesome. And they were super, like, gracious on stage, too, when they were live. They were, like... Good. You know, It was. It was just almost, in a way, they were kind of almost, like, great... They were, like, appreciative that we were all so into it as much, whereas usually the fans are all, like, appreciative that the band is performing for us, but they were, like, appreciative that we were there for them. I don't know. It was just a mutual respect that was... I don't know. It was awesome. They were fucking phenomenal. So I am really happy that you liked it as much as you did.
1: Yeah, man. As soon as I heard Child Design, I was like, oh, this is probably going to be a great,
0: great album. All right, well, are, are you ready to shift into Those Once Loyal by Bolt Thrower? Yeah, buddy. My review is going to kind of mirror the the distinction and the difference between what I gave you and what you gave me. Whereas I gave you... Oh, oh, hold on. Before we go to this deep dive. Strings, sticks, or singing? What was your favorite?
1: Probably, probably strings. I think yeah. the riffs are really,
0: really good. We're, we're equals there, because I have strings for this Bolt Thrower album, for sure. I mean, this is basically just one slab of riff crushing another slab of riff, crushing another slab of riff, and then another
1: Right. There's great bass work on the too. Holy shit. It's just
0: pure riff down your goddamn throat. and Yeah, it,
1: it's one moshy riff after another. It yes. It does stop. It, it, that's
0: exactly what it is. It leaves me tired. So I'm going to give you my kind of overall thoughts on it. Yeah. Gen- generally speaking, this is not my favorite genre. So you gave me a little bit of a tough one in in terms of fairness to you because this is not you know what I've given you is kind of that proggy style where I love that and I've had so many Uh you know albums like that that I've referred you to that I just love but this one to me I I kind of just wanted to go listen to Immolation like every time I put this on I was like (laughs) I just kind of now want to go listen to Immolation because I think they do it a little bit better and I don't mean that to be disrespectful like, this is this is really cool. This is a great Mashi Crush song. I love this. But, like, 40 minutes of it was too much. I just didn't really get... By the little, end...
1: Too dense? It was
0: too dense. By the end, I was just like, I'm tired. Like, I, I can't keep this level of energy up. To keep,
1: uh, to keep with the food analysis, it's like, uh, like a cake. I'm not
0: going to eat a whole cake. It's exactly right. It's like, <laughs> you know, a slice of cake is very nice. Maybe two, but a whole cake. I mean, I'm not even happy I had any at that point. So, uh,
1: but I, I like this cake, but I understand. Uh, I, uh, it's actually a little while to get into because uh, it's funny because they have a song called Granite Wall and that's exactly what I think this album is. Yes. A granite wall of sound. And
0: you've been given uh, a spoon to try to get through it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it, um, but when you break it down in individual songs and you don't listen to all the way through, um, you don't, you know, I, it's, I think it holds up great. But go ahead, tell me your...
0: Uh, well, that's that, that's a good point. I mean, I, I review these albums as whole units, you know, not as just tracks. And as a whole album, I found it kind of exhausting. I couldn't really, never did I get through a whole sitting of it really happy that I had done so and wanted to hit play again. I was always just like, Oof. You had, okay. You, you got so excited for
1: pizza like that. <laughs> You way too
0: much and you feel sick. Exactly right. So, so you know, my my general thoughts are, and and a somewhat interesting too, Phil is, you know, like um, the album you gave me from Iron Maiden. I'm drawing a blank on the name of it, but it has "Passchendaele" on it, and I said it should be called yeah. "Passchendaele." These yeah. guys did that right because "Those Once Loyal" is one of the fucking greatest songs of all humanity. I mean, it's I could. If they just played at first light which is this opener that's really cool great and then entrenched which is a banger and i'm glad it's not too long love entrenched. the kill chain is super good super fucking good granite wall i would have gotten rid of i said it's totally forgettable and then those once loyal i would have just played that four more times i just would have had those <laughs> those once loyal track five six seven eight nine i love Entren-
1: entrenched was for a while my favorite song on the album, but then I started to like uh, Kill Chain a lot more. Um, um, and I like Salvo a
0: lot. My top, my top three are Entrenched, Kill Chain, and Those Once Loyal in the exact reverse order. So Those Once Loyal, Kill Chain, Entrenched.
1: Well, you have to come back to this album and just pick a song or two and jam
0: out. Well, I'll tell you what was most enjoyable about it was like many times I, I have one of those, you know... Google things in the bathroom, I would just go in and take a shower and I'd tell it, play this album. And by the time I was done showering and getting out of the bathroom and ready to leave for the day, I had just heard those ones loyal. And that was perfect. It was like five tracks, all bangers, kept me moving forward in and out, like a great way to start my day. But when I had to sit through the whole album, I was just, I couldn't do it, man. And I don't know why, if that's just me, if other people have a unique similar experience to me or what, but there was just hardly any variety. The songs to me sounded much too similar to be digested in one sitting like that so now that said I'm going to go to the kill chain I'm just going to kind of let some of these play behind as I'm giving you general thoughts Mm -hmm. because track by track I don't know there's just a lot of similarity but while I didn't love it as a whole album and I do love some of the songs I definitely think to see them live would be super fucking rage I mean just like brutality in the pits did, have you seen yeah, any videos so. on YouTube of them playing any festivals or anything? Like, I'm sure they just create a yeah. f- monster crowd.
1: I, I bet it's mosh city, buddy. I bet it's. I, I mean, every riff on your concert, you're constantly just like, oh yeah, that's good. that. We're gonna to that, 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 that. Dun, 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 that and it goes like, and that just chuggy riff. Oh,
0: before that, yeah. Th- this, I, 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 okay. this is like the epitome of when people think about metal and they think about like. Long brown haired kind of fat dudes in jeans and black shirts swirling their hair in a circle in a around a crowd of people. That's this song. Like that's this genre, don't you think?
1: Totally. yeah Um yeah, absolutely. This um and I like that this has a pretty old school late eighties, early nineties, orbit angel kind of feel. And it came out in two thousand five. You know, it's like a, it's like a throwback, um, and I thought that was kind of cool when, it, you know, for when it came out. Although is still doing that, and that was after that, but still, um, I thought it was neat. And if this was like the last album they did, so it took them a long time to mature into it. I think seemed to be the consensus. I heard some older stuff from them; it was good, but I like this a little more.
0: Well, Immolation is stuck in a time warp. That's an absolute fact. They haven't changed yeah. in 25 years. Yeah. But it, it's just. I don't know, there's something about the heaviness of immolation, like, I wish the listeners could see me, if you could just make the hardest frown you could make and just turn your lips totally down. Yeah. Every time I hear immolation, I just want to make the fucking nastiest frown and look somebody in the face and just yeah. start shoving them. But yep. anyhow, I'm, I'm going to go to um, Those Once Loyal and let this kind of play out. And I, I had a, cu- a couple more notes before I leave this thing just kind of behind. You heard my thoughts on the on the little bit I said before. I thought anti tank was pretty cool, uh, but you know, forgettable. The last stand of humanity was probably my favorite on the back half of the album. I thought salvo and when cannons fade were too long. They were like five and a half minutes. So you know, I felt bad that I'm kind of breaking your heart, especially after you greased my pole. Oh, that's all
1: right. I'm not. I'm not
0: man. Okay, because uh, you greased my pole on the shroud of divine. And I was so happy about that because I love that album so much. But this one, to me, is. And I think you hit the nail on the head. It's it's tracks. If I'm at a party and this song comes on and we're drinking, I'm going to fucking throw somebody. You're going to have such a great time. But if we got to sit around and play cards this entire album, I'm probably going to be like, all right, guys, we, you want to move on? <laughs> like, let's move on. So uh,
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: It would be one of those where, like, in a year-end list, I would say, here's this – remember when I gave you that Borknagar song about – yeah, and it was in my top five best songs of the year, but the album was not in my. That would have been like this. Like this song would be in my top five of 2005, but the album, no way.
1: Okay, dude, uh, Yeah, revisit some of the tracks individually. If, yes, I think you will have a. You'll, you know, it'll you'll probably always maintain that you know, the mindset the as a whole, it's it's exhausting. But I think you'll, uh, I think you'll really love the, some of the tracks.
0: This song, this song, I can listen to straight up five times in a row. Just this riff. Yeah, that riff is so smooth, so groovy, dude. I could, I could stand in a mosh pit, just headbanging for 40 minutes straight to this. Love it. And and I will say, I'm not doing it justice to the album in some regard because the lyrics are cool. I mean, it's obviously war focused. He's talking about being in the trench and entrenched. I mean, he's talking about battle signs and, you know, being given the uh, directions for what they got to do and how it's going to go down at daybreak and shit like that. I mean, it's heavy subject matter. It's super cool, very Iron Maiden-esque, you know, in that kind of war battle thing, oh, yeah, which, which is interesting to me as to why uh, the U.K. puts out so much of that, you know, that war history-type style music.
1: Sure, and it's... Got a lot of history
0: doing. Yep, exactly. So, you know, altogether, I would say, as an album, it doesn't rank highly. But individual tracks, a couple of them really stand out as studs. And um, you know, probably unfair to you because this is not really my top genre. So what? And as I kind of conclude, I'm a what, what, <laughs> it, what genre is it? Just pure death. It's pure yes. death. And who would you? Classic. Who else would you throw in that genre? If somebody's digging this and they're like, hey, "That Alex is an idiot," what? What are the bands do you toss into this grouping? I mean, I like Dissection a lot.
1: Immolation. Uh, okay, I right. Think obviously, you could do Morbid Angel. Okay. Uh, you could probably do some one of one or two Nile albums, not the whole band.
0: I never got into um, that man. I could never get into Nile. I don't
1: like Nile that much, but. I shouldn't say I don't like Niall. There are albums from Nile that people love I don't like. But there are some albums from Nile that I think are legit. You know, probably Old Death. Old, Old Death.
0: Old, um, death, death I love.
1: Super distorted. Sounds a little bit like shit, but it's so, it's so, like, authentic and legit. You know, like, uh, probably Spiritual healing, uh oh, Era of oh, Death, geez. just classic groove-oriented uh, not melodic, very rhythm-based. do so oh, there's a couple bands that pop in my head there. Yeah, the dissection probably like I don't know, decapitated things like that.
0: Got it. Yeah, not my not my number one genre, but I have um, an ability here to, and I was just it's funny how I always think of albums I want you to listen to, and then as I'm in the episode, I think nope, that's the one. Like I had something totally different that I was going to give you for our next episode going into going into this and now now I'm gonna give you some something completely different and totally off the wall it is 100% a (laughs) lame it is 100% a like I want to call it a a rock album I mean but it's alternative rock.
1: rock Heavy music, buddy. Nothing metal, we're
0: good. So, I mean, it's, we, it's been so long since we've done a rock album, but I just keep coming back to this. It's been years. It's been something that I've loved for a long time. It's called Lux, L-U-X, by Gemini Syndrome. Do you know them at all? Uh,
1: Gemini Syndrome, isn't that when, like, you ingest too many essential oils and you just look up at the stars and then you think that you cured AIDS?
0: That might be the inspiration for the band. Maybe somebody had a nice trip like that.
1: Never heard of them.
0: These guys are from L.A., an American band, and I think they just have the coolest vibe of any new rock, hard rock band that I've heard. Their vocalist is incredible, and one of their guitarists played, and I can't even remember, but he played on the 70,000 Tons of Metal Cruise in another band for someone who was out and they brought this guy in so th- there's definitely an ability to cross play between metal and rock for these guys but I okay. really really like this album so I hope you do too it's called Lux by Gemini Syndrome what do you got for me I'm brother? excited to,
1: never heard of them so I'm excited to pr- discover something new cool, cool. Uh, for you I, I have uh, just an absolute banger classic uh, Hypocrisy A Taste of Extreme Divinity I like Hypocrisy has three albums that I like a lot
0: this one's probably the best one. I want to pull, uh, pull up the album cover because I am about 95% sure I have the physical album of that.
1: If you have it, then I, we can go for another album. Yes. I, I, I want to give you something new. I, yeah, oh, God, I,
0: I have. I actually have the physical CD of that A Taste of Extreme Division. Okay. So if you wanted okay. to give me something I was less familiar with, what would you go with?
1: Kind of do. Um, okay. How about the band? This is a completely u turn I, I, I
0: love that. I love the idea of that. We just we just slammed it into park on the highway. <laughs> yeah, we're
1: like, never mind. We're taking this end. I'm gonna go with. You might even know this one too, but I'm gonna go with Witchcraft. The album back. Like,
0: I've never heard it.
1: It's also a hard rock slash metal band. It's probably not terribly dissimilar from what you gave me.
0: I will be shocked if that's the case. I'll be shocked. Okay. I mean, it's it's entirely possible, but the the sound. I don't think you. Uh, let me just say, I'm happy that you said that. I, I'm looking forward to the next episode because I think we'll both... I I have zero expectation it's going to sound like what I gave you, and you having an expectation that it's going to sound like what you've given me means that we both have preconceptions that are going to be broken down, which I really love. Good. That's going to be interesting. All right, cool. So now let me make sure I got it here. The album is Legend by Witchcraft.
1: Yeah, it should have like a bird on it.
0: Yes, it's like it's gold and... Cool. Cool. and uh, yeah,
1: maroon. Right.
0: Okay, That's Perfect. perfect. Yep. Never heard of this right, guy's buddy. 2012 release Okay, deal I'm going to check that out And then I'm going to leave us off here With a Mitch Hedberg quote This is a great one I wear a necklace Because I want to know When I'm upside down <laughs> yeah, Every time
1: I hear something, I genuinely laugh None of it is cool so, I, I forget about it I'm like yeah,
0: this is <laughs> Right, exactly Seriously, the guy's the man Alright, bro All right. to, to those once loyal riff, We pass out Later, bro yeah.